And this is Nicole Sass. <clears throat> so today, guys, we're going to dive right in. Um, we've been having some technical difficulties collecting with you guys live on Facebook. But um, just bear with us right now. I have Sean on the line. We're not in the same area because we are quarantining and things like that, which everybody else is doing also. So um, let's talk about this. Um, what is this thing? The COVID-19? <laughs> Okay. Right, COVID nineteen. <laughs> so, Sean, uh, in black people time, in black people time, what? <laughs> Rona, that Rona. <laughs> the Rona. <laughs> the Rona. <laughs> this is all true. Sean, how you been spending your quarantine time since we hadn't been able to to link up? Well, fortunately for me, I am able to still work from home. I have been working from home from home for three and a half weeks now. Has um, it, dang, has it been that long? Dang. Yes, it's been three and a half weeks. Yes, yes. Um, and it looks like it's going to be another month and a half. So, yeah, here we go. Um, and the kids have been at home uh, as well. So, I mean, it's really not that bad. My kids are self-sufficient, so they pretty much, you know, do their work. I have to help the little one every now and again. I have a nine-year-old. I have to help him every now and again. Um, my 16-year-old, he pretty much do all his stuff on his own. But I, I'm a very social person, mm-hmm. so this has really been getting getting me. I like to socialize, and even at work, I'm, I'm the one that's, Talking to my coworkers all the time. I'm up. I'm doing stuff. Um, so this has really been like taxing for me a lot. I can understand but, that. I can. I can get yeah, because you are yeah. a outgoing spirit. Like reach out and touch <laughs> somebody. Yeah. I love. Gatherings. I love to go to people. I love. I mean, I just like to interact with people. Now I have my moments where I want to be by myself and I want to be in the house, but that's my choice. Right. When you take my choice away from me, and I'm a control freak, so now I feel like the choice is taken away from me, and I can't control it, and it's bothering me. Right. Yeah, I get that too. I, you know, it, I think it's, I think it's a little taxing for you because it's just you and the kids. You know, I got the kids, the dogs. Tasha, so it's just it's a house full of us. Um, but sometimes you know how you need that, you know, you want the the getaway time to go, you know, just hang out with your friends or you know, go to brunch or go meet up at the shopping mall or in my case meet up at the grocery store and go shopping. Like you can't do that. And I think it's <laughs> right. And I think it's because we are forced to have to stay home. That's that's the taxing mm-hmm. part to me. I don't mind being at home, you know, I don't really go anywhere anyway especially you know like on saturdays i'm pretty much at home cleaning up and you know just kind of laying around the house because i don't get to do that often but i think it's just the fact more so of just being forced to stay home and right and, and everything literally is the mall is closed like everything is closed <laughs> everything is closed everything you said for the grocery store <laughs> But I 
get I get the, the the preparation. I get the reasoning, and so that's why I've been like making myself at home and doing, you know. But what I do do is I open my blinds during the day, like while I'm working. Uh huh. I open the blind so I don't get that um that uh, I can still you know see outside, right. and I let the sun rays in so I don't get depressed because oh, yeah that you know. In, in a, a closed-in space and, like, your windows always closed and stuff, that will make you, you know, lose it. Yeah, it'll do something to you. It'll do something to you. It'll, it'll definitely cause depression and, you know, that's why when people depressed, they always just sitting in the dark, you know? <laughs> it just kind of keeps right, you in that right. state, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, um, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that's that they okay. kind of, like, I, I agree with you, I'm glad that they shut everything down and kind of minimize the, the, the access that people have to places because they weren't going to just sit down on their own and it was just going to keep spreading because like it's still going up by thousands of people being confirmed per day with this damn virus. Right. You know? So, right. Right. yeah. It, it's, it, it, it just gets to the point to where you're like, dang! Damn it! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> You wake up and say every curse word in the book when you wake up. I'm still in this motherfucking house. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's so routine because, like I said, I don't go anywhere. I work from home, and I'm working my same exact schedule. So it's literally I get up, and I turn on my computer. I clock in. Mm-hmm. I start work. Like, it's so routine that I don't even know how I'm going to act when I get to leave the house. <laughs> Girl, have you saw these memes though that people been posting up talking about uh when when outside is open again? <laughs> yeah. And laying next to you in the bed. <laughs> they fooling. You know, I, I get out though, because I still have to go into the office every day and you know, it, it's yeah. I, I'm not as exposed as like some of the other hospital workers because I work in the doctor's office, and since my office is a specialty office, um, you know, we don't get people coming in because they're sick. So right. my exposure is minimal, even though I don't know where these other people have been doing and if they have been practicing social distancing, you know. But um, but yeah, so so for me, I, I still get out the house every day, but you know. On the weekends when I do want to, like I had, I can't even go visit my, like my mama would not let nobody in her house. <laughs> she, she was not. She, and I know somebody else who kids came over to their house, girl, and they didn't even open the door. <laughs> wow. They did not wow. Open the door. wow. Now I did have like a, a couple friends come over um, for we did like a brunch. At my house, mm-hmm. um, but these are people that I know that are clean. They've been quarantined themselves mm-hmm. and stuff, so that was cool. Yeah. Um. And you know, but it was just you know just to kind of get out of the get out of the shit. Yeah. The shit is exactly. <laughs> That's, like That's a good word. The shit. The shit. The shit, the shit. <laughs> you know, I uh, you know, I, I was listening to K104 in the morning, and you know, they DD in the morning. Them, they've been talking about the quarantine stuff too, and uh, you know, it's a bunch of couples breaking up during the quarantine. I'm sure they get on each other's nerves. Girl, you cannot be with this person for 24 hours a day. I'm sorry, girl, girl. That's why I, I'm, I'm, 
I'm fortunate enough that I still have to leave the house every day, so me and Tasha don't run each other's each other crazy. Like I don't mind being locked up with my honey, but we still need time away from each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is just that is that is just human nature. Period. Yeah, it is. You can't be in the same house. I mean, you know, you can't be around somebody 24 hours a day without something about them getting on your nerves. Even if it might be the way they breathe, the way they chew their food up. Like, and, and it's the little it things that you start noticing about that person when you are locked in the house all day, every yeah. day, you know. Uh, you yeah. know, especially when you know y'all got when you in a relationship and y'all issues arise. Well, can't nobody leave the damn house. You better go in the other room. <laughs> Take your ass in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Because she was talking about some celebrities this morning. Because I think Neo and his girlfriend or wife, they're separating. But they still in the same house right now. So, yeah. I was like, well, we ain't the only ones, shouties. Come, folks, going into it. Because I've been on people live, watching people live. And, honey, they is going through it. Especially these lesbians. They beating each other the hell up. You know, it's hard. It's already hard for two women to function in a house together because you want to be the alpha female. Right. So it's it's like if me and you live together, even though you're living and I'm not. And I think that's why I mean you could never live together because we both gonna want the master bedroom. Girl. We both gonna want the master bedroom. Girl. We gonna clash. <laughs> we need our, our space. Okay. Yeah. Our parents gonna link up. We are gonna be doing all this at the same time. We are gonna be married. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, thank you. <laughs> Let's just remain best friends. <laughs> Let's keep our friendship and never move in together. <laughs> we visit each other and we call it a night. That part. <laughs> Girl. Yeah, and then, and then, sister. <laughs> The worst of the shits. Uh-oh. Have you saw the shit that people are using for face protection? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, girl! Yeah. I, I don't see people with maxi pads on their face. I don't saw uh, total headgear. I don't. You know them big water bottles that you use like at the office, the office water cooler. Those big things. Mm-hmm. I- yeah, they've cut yeah. them in half and put them over yeah. their heads. <laughs> People been using like they cut the cut the bra in half and use one of the cups. Oh my god, and underwear too, and underwear too, girl. I've seen that thongs. Too. <laughs> I've seen it, I, but one thing I will say is I feel like people this. I feel like this is really gonna humble a lot of people because at this moment it don't matter how much money you have, mm-hmm. it don't matter how many followers you have, mm-hmm. it don't matter how much clout you have. That shit don't matter. Corona don't care about none of it. Right. This is <laughs> so true. So you got if you got a, whether you got a million dollars in the bank or two dollars in the bank, you still got to sit your ass in the house mm-hmm. and you still have to do what. You what you need to do in order to survive this thing. So right. I really feel like this is going to teach, it's going to humble some people, you know, and teach some different things. And I feel like we're going to become more self-sufficient yes. after this. Because you're <clears throat> to live without some stuff that you were used to yeah. and that you thought you couldn't live without. Like, it's killing me not to go to the nail shop, Lord Jesus. Girl. But 
you you that's why i was just gonna gonna, i was just about to say that to add to that it's like people are are definitely gonna find out how resourceful they are without the extra stuff you know nails hair you know um I know my for myself, like I've just been taking a lot of time. I'm just kind of doing some stuff around the house, like the yard and, you know, other things like that. I hope people are really taking the time to just do something productive as opposed to really just sitting around the house eating all day. Like I've seen a lot of people doing, you know, working out more. Um, a lot of one of my mm-hmm. friends, she started her locks because she ain't going nowhere. So why not? You know, why not go through that rough phase that we go through when we start our locks, you know? Ain't nobody going to see you. You know, I feel really bad for the kids, though, because they're so used to being socially interactive with their friends. And I haven't let Kristen go anywhere over anybody's house if it's not her dad's, you know? Like, my my priority is to, to protect her. And if I don't feel that those parents are you know, being quarantined and doing what they need to do also, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to risk that if I don't know for sure that these parents are doing what what we're supposed to be doing, you know? So. Right. Right. Now, he and Darius go over uh, one of his friends' house, but I know the parents really, really well, and I know they're taking this as serious as as everybody else is. So when I know that that's happening, then I don't have a problem with that. But when I don't know who your mom and your daddy is, mm-hmm. and I don't really see how y'all interact or mm-hmm. how y'all do things, then no, you're going to, no, nope, we're not yeah, doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. um, I know that they feel it just like we feel it, you right. know? And I can't, you know, I, I don't ever want him to be like, well, she don't care about the way I feel. She missing her friends, and her friends get to come over here. Mm-hmm. But I can't do nothing. <clears throat> so, and these are people that he go to school with every single day. Like they have, like they are friend friends. Like mm-hmm. this ain't no, just my homeboy that I talk to at school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, they are friends. You know, and and I'm friends with the parents. So. But if it was just, if it was anybody else, I'd be like, nah. And they, they do go over to their dad's house because I, regardless if I'm working at home or not, I still need a break. Yeah. Because I'm with them 24 hours. Yeah. Everybody deserves a break. I'm literally with them 24 hours. <laughs> everybody deserves a break, honey. Okay? Like, seriously. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel so bad I feel for like them. Both parents it's responsibility. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, those kids that are supposed to graduate this year, it's like, you know, for us parents that do have seniors, we really haven't got any, a lot of information as to what's going to happen with graduation. We know prom is probably not going to happen, which is totally unfair. But, you know, as yeah. far as graduation is concerned, like, what are we going to do? Like, how how is that going to be handled? Are y'all going to do it online? You know? So, <clears throat> I think, you know... Yeah, you yeah, they sit in front of the computer and yeah, that's how a lot of people graduate Strayer and University of Phoenix. A lot of people don't fly out to their graduation. They watch it online and they mail them their diploma. But it's just that experience that, that they that, that I want them to have. Yeah. Right. It's right. Sex. Yeah, it's this thing has hit. And it's and it's funny because the kids that are actually graduating this year, most of them were born around September 11th, which was another like yeah um, yeah was born 
that year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When that tragedy hit. And so it's like they, they came into the world during a tragedy and are graduating during a tragedy. Right. And I feel like this is probably going to, if you look at those things, this should make them like some tough cookies. Yeah, they're you know they gonna be the special ones. Like, I, I think they they're gonna this our kids that generation. I think they are definitely gonna be the gifted ones that's gonna really turn the world around if they really take advantage of the opportunities that are coming their way moving forward. You know, um, that's that's what I think. I think that they are gonna be the special mm-hmm. ones. That's what I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're going to be more productive citizens. They're going to think about, you see how a lot of these people are losing their jobs, these mm-hmm. companies are folding mm-hmm. um, so super quickly. Mm-hmm. And I think that these kids are more entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to really try to set them up for, you know, because this might happen again. Yeah. History repeats itself. <laughs> it it's not the first time that something like this has happened. It's, it hasn't been this bad. Right. Um. Not in our lifetime. But it's not, right. It's, but this is not the first time that the, in our lifetime that the stock market has crashed, mm-hmm. that there's been so many people, you know, get it, losing jobs um, and that type of stuff. So I feel like this generation, they're going to they're gonna set themselves up so they won't be hit financially by right. something like this. Because I feel like a lot of people are prepared. And you would think that the crash in 2008 would have kind of made people think look at stuff differently, mm-hmm. but we get so used to working out mm-hmm. that we forget about when we had to pull ourselves up and, you know, when we had to go through all of this other stuff. And so, and then when something else happened, it's like, oh my God, what am I going to do now? Let's learn from this. Right. So it don't hit you as badly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's why I've been thinking about, even though I can see, I'm still working, I'm still collecting the check, I'm still, mm-hmm. you know, I, nothing has changed for me besides the fact that I'm, that I'm stuck in the house and I'm working from home. Right. That's it. But it's also made me think about multiple streams of income. Like, what if my job would have folded? I would have been F up. Yeah, that part. 100%. And I've got two kids to think about. That part, yeah. This has really put things into perspective financially for me just in case. Because you yeah. just never know what's going to happen. That's and you true. cannot. We can't, we can't just, you, you can't uh, bank on plan A. You got to have plan A through E at this point. Right. Yeah, I, I totally you agree know? with that. You know, um, <clears throat> I'm grateful that I'm in the field that I'm in, like the medical field. However, mm-hmm. you know, you got people quitting their jobs that are in medical because of what's going on mm-hmm. and because they feel like they're being exposed and their employers are not feeling like their lives are valued because they haven't, you know, given them the proper things to to do their job to protect them from uh, co- uh, contracting the virus, you know. Um, right. I- I'm grateful that I still, you know, got a job to go to every day. And I'm, I'm very grateful that I'm, I'm, I'm in a situation where I'm being... Uh, ex- I, I'm not. I'm, my my exposure is minimal. You know. Um, right. You know. Uh, I know, honey. Uh, Tasha asked me. You know, if I wanted to stay in the medical field, and she was like, "Do you know what kind of things you'll be exposing yourself to, or something like that?" She said, and and you know, my response was, "Well, you know what? I've been doing this for a good twenty years, so 
yeah, there is always a potential to be exposed to something. You know, I don't think the medical industry has ever felt anything this bad to where you have mm-hmm. people quitting their jobs, like the nurses and, you know, people are dying. That scares people. So, yeah, you know, um, I think moving forward, as far as healthcare is concerned, I think a lot of people will definitely rethink their positions in the medical field. Um a lot of people are still going to be nurses, but they're probably going to go into another area or field of nursing as opposed uh-huh. to working in the ER or hospital. And I'm sure hospitals, they pay good money. You get sign-on bonuses when you are nurses and, and physicians, um, you know. Uh, so, so yeah, they, you know, want to chase the chase their bag and get their bag, stack their paper up, and they have a heart for what they do. However, a lot of these nurses from... From my experience and from what I've seen being around and working closely with other nurses, some of these nurses, sister, are so complacent in what they do. Let's just say, okay, so Mm -hmm. you have nurses working in ICU, right? And I'm not speaking Mm -hmm. on all nurses. I'm just speaking on some because I've worked closely with a few, okay? Um, Right. They get so lax. They go in in the morning at 7 a.m. or they go in at 7 p.m., they go in, talk to the other nurse, exchange notes, and, you know, um, give report. And then they just sit there mm-hmm. at their little desk and just monitor the patient that's in ICU, that's under anesthesia, or, you know, they, they in a coma probably in a lot of situations, or sometimes they're induced into a coma, you know. So the, mm-hmm. the, the work that the, the amount of work that they have to do is minimal. Unless you are working in a ER where it's something always happening and it's always emergencies coming in, you know. So now that this right. has happened, these ICU nurses, labor and delivery nurses, nurses from every pool in that hospital are having to come in and it's like all hands on deck. So right. even doctors, right. some of the doctors that aren't even internal medicine uh, physicians and doctors in the hospital, the specialty doctors are having to come in and work. You know, you got Mm. orthopedics having to come in and work, you know, and some of these doctors have said, you know, I haven't done this stuff since my residency. I haven't done this stuff since I got out of medical school 40 years ago. Because when they go into a specialty, they only deal with a certain type of uh, demographic of of illnesses or situations. For example, if you got a, a doctor that's a gastrointestinal doctor, he's a GI doctor, gastroenterologist. Well, guess what? He sit up and look in people's stomach all day. You know, probably do some stomach right. surgeries. But he's never had to deal with a high-intensity case of a virus that's spreading so rapidly and give care to these people that are on ventilators and things like that. So everybody in the medical field in that area are complacent right now. So a lot of them may reconsider, you know, what area that they're working in. I know the doctors in my office have not had to go into the ER and work thankfully you know but the doctors that right. generally work in the hospital they they it's like all hands on deck in that er and they rolling them in by the numbers because i look out the window and just see the ambulances rolling in every day you know so um it's it's, it's, it's sad it, it's definitely sad but i think i think it's gonna re, it's gonna change the face of 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 medical you know you know it's bad when the medical system is hit hard Yes. Yeah. 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 
when the, when they the cancel yeah. all the elective <laughs> surgeries and yeah, it's hit hard. That's bad business. This is crazy, and I really, I feel like I feel like this this was over here fast uh, before we knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like our did not take our our commander in chief. Oh, did not take it serious. Let's not talk about his uh, uh, Cheeto face ass. I'm just like over it. Right. I'm over him. Oh, girl. Had, it was a hoax that was planted by the Democrats. Uh, what? To get at him. Yes, he said it. He said, um, he did not take this serious at all. Mm. They, he sent a bunch of supplies over to China, and then think about us. Yeah, and he I, did. He didn't think about us when he dismantled uh, the 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 emergency response either that Obama put together. He didn't think about. He didn't. He didn't think in the future or what if could happen. Yes, and so and the 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 the. the the sickening part of this is that his approval rating is still at 51% after all of this. Mm-hmm. You still have people that are so blinded and so just Republican that they're actually saying, oh my God, he's handling this so well. No, he's not. At all. At all. Not, I, feel, I, honestly, I feel like if Obama was in office, this shit would have been handled very differently. Yeah, I agree. And would have done faster. Mm-hmm. You know, but then part of me is I'm glad that Obama is not in office because that would been then they would have blamed him for the whole thing. They probably would have said he he brought it over here or he concocted that part. So it's just. We are, we, I really feel like this is God saying, this is what you want, here you go, I'm going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Now what? Mm-hmm. You know, y'all didn't want to listen, y'all didn't want to take care of stuff, y'all put this idiot in office, okay, let's do it, right. let's go. Who you going to put your faith and trust in? You right. know? Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. it's very, I don't, I do not feel um, I don't feel safe with this fool in office. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't. I really don't. Yeah, none of us do. None of us that know better any fucking way. You know. <laughs> the sad part yeah, is, yeah. sad part is, you know, a lot of these small businesses because you know they said that we may be down for till like next year, literally. Yes. Things may not come yeah. back up. You know, and, and get back into our regular functioning, everyday functioning until next year. Because they said that it was going to take at least a year to come to create a vaccine. So, they already, I think, I, I really believe that the government and those people in those high places already know that we're not going to go back to normal anytime soon. They're just putting us off month by month. Uh-huh. It's month by month, you yeah. know, and these small businesses are not going to survive being closed that long. They are not. That's the like, sad it's, part. No, I, but then what you also have to think about is this is something that's going to linger. It's not going to go away. It's a virus. It's not going to go away. It's, it's not. Gonna, it's going to be like the food. It's going to be like H1N1. It's going to be like Ebola. It's not going to go anywhere. I just think that fewer people would end up being infected by it, honestly. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. You know, and, and I don't know, it's just, it's, it's crazy. We are living in different times, but I really feel like, you know, it's just one of those things where you, I, I'm taking precaution, but I'm not going to let it, I'm not going to let it control my entire life. Right. Because my faith is bigger than that. My faith is stronger than that. And I feel like when God is ready for me to go, COVID and nothing else, wherever he want me to go by, I'm going to go by it. With this dude said he was sick. Okay. Then he, <laughs> then his he calls the paramedics, the ambulance, nine one one to come pick him up. But then he gets to the hospital and don't want nobody to touch him and help him. What the hell is going on? And he had like millions of views, thousands of views. I feel like he did that. I I feel like <sighs> first of all. <clears throat> Why? <laughs> Stupidity is something else. It is. I'm gonna say that's a terrible thing. <clears throat> and I feel like he did that to put himself on a platform, which is this is not the time for no stupid shit like that. And then you, I mean, why he had to be one of us? Why? <laughs> and then he was like, <laughs> "Why you can't give my mama a kidney?" <laughs> <laughs> he went from, he went from that was so funny. Wrong with me oh to my God. him coughing, to I want my mama to get a kidney, to him being poor and it's the government's fault, to him doing some John Q shit, to him, <clears throat> to them trying to give him a shot and they made take shots when he was a kid, but he a grown ass man now, so nobody's about to make him do it. Like the whole thing was just ignorant and stupid to me. Girl, I couldn't. I just said, you know what? I'm just going to end it. <clears throat> I just got I completely to off. Me choke on my spit over here. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah. My like, mama need a kidney. <clears throat> that went down the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was in mid swallow when you said that. <laughs> Damn, to choke myself. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> I feel like it's stuck. But yeah, girl, I, I, I watched the, the the last one he did when, you know, when everybody was in his room and they was trying to get him to, you know, to let them do what they do their job. And I was just like, people are some fucking idiots. Like, I just, like you said, and he just had to be one of us. Like, it's just ignorant. It's stupid. All of the above. I couldn't even finish watching the whole thing because it's, it's just stupid. I just didn't even want to be a part of it. 
felt like the black doctor that was in there was like Kevin Hart. Help me, nigga. Like, <laughs> that part. <laughs> Please, okay. <clears throat> Dumbass. Yeah, he was. He was. He was killing me to death. Yeah, I was like, I don't know why people. And it's been so many people on live, you know, <clears throat> since they've been quarantined and locked in the house. So, yeah, it was something else I was gonna uh, bring up. Dang, it was him. Well, I know we wanted to. Uh, this doesn't have nothing to do with COVID, but this has something to do with stupidity and our young black girls. Don't let me talk about it. <clears throat> Floyd my daughter. Oh girl, please do. Girl. We in the in the middle of the pandemic and you married because your boyfriend's baby mom is in his house and you decide to stab her. He called the police on you, have you locked up, then he bail you out and you come back to his girl. Ooh. I don't know. Like you said, Ooh. we're in the middle of a pandemic and she run around stabbing bitches. <laughs> shanking girls. Shanking girl. It's too bad that this girl, he got a home baby on the way with somebody else. Girl. And they, you jail for this girl, and they was going in on her wig. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. But, you know, I did That's see crazy. pictures of the wig when she first got it done. Oh, her stylist posted it, but yes. what they doing in 2020 this what they doing wow what they doing yeah i didn't know i didn't know she was found dead that's that's horrible that's really messed up yeah yeah it's crazy what the hell right right yeah dang people run right here scared to cough and sneeze and she over stabbing people the hell (laughs) <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't social distancing at all because you had to be closer than six feet. Okay. I mean, yeah, to, to, to uh-huh. you know, all you care about is the in the house. I just want to cough without people looking at me crazy, okay? <laughs> She's stabbing folks. <clears throat> the nerve. Right. Uh-uh. Well, we yeah. got to do better at people. As a community, and then she so went back to. Did he bail her out of jail? You said. 
Yeah, he, he called the police on her and had them to take her to jail. Then he bailed her out, and, and she came back to his house. Oh, wow. Mm. <clears throat> that's like dumb and, and dumber. Uh, that is some stupid, idiotic that's, shit. That's the messed up part Wow. I just don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. What happened to just say, you know what? I don't want to deal with you. I'm that good. part. Just walk well, away, girl. But why you got to stab the girl? Like, come on. <clears throat> And Man, then she's she reckless. She's reckless. That is reckless. And it's so unattractive for a woman, especially, to be that freaking reckless. Hell, it's unattractive for a dude to be reckless. But a whole woman? Like, you're supposed to be full of yeah. sugar and spice and everything nice, and you run around her stabbing chicks over a dude Listen. at that. Right. And he going to replace her ass in 2.5 seconds. That part. With no. So, girl, I just. I can't. I don't comprehend that kind of stuff. Idiot ass but you know. Scared to each song, child. <clears throat> I'm trying I'm trying to keep my house in order. But no, that's what I was gonna talk about, sister. Hold on. <clears throat> so you know, Easter is Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering since they're not having church services, um, I'm sure it's gonna be a lot of these Christians folks. Christians folks. <laughs> Christian folks, um, or anybody that, that celebrates Easter, you know, we like to celebrate Easter. I wonder how many of them actually going to get up, get dressed, and sit in front of their computer and and, <laughs> and have church service Easter Sunday in their living room. <clears throat> They're going to be open cast the shark. But, you know, it, it like like uh, I was talking to Tasha about it, you know, she made the comment to me, she's like, it, it is a, a, a lot less stressful because, you know, people are normally out buying Easter clothes and, you know, Easter suits and stuff like that. Mm. So, you know, with everything being closed down, can't nobody buy nothing anyway. So you can just attend church service, Easter Sunday service in your robe online. And that's the thing. I feel like this is going to make people really look at what the important things are. Mm-hmm. Easter was never supposed to be about what you have on mm-hmm. goddamn Easter basket mm-hmm. that y'all kids come with and play mm-hmm. with during Sunday service. Mm-hmm. Um, it ain't about shoes. It ain't about hunting for no eggs. It ain't about the Easter bunny. It's about Jesus being risen from the dead. Point blank period. <clears throat> that's it. Right. And you can celebrate uh, that in the, 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 in the presence of your own home. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But one thing I did see, uh, and I sent this to some friends, the, and, and, it, and it was a great analogy. It was like this is the week, you know, this is the this is this is supposed to be Passover week. Um, this is the week that Jesus went through so much, and then look at what the world is going through mm-hmm. right now. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I, I I'm not saying that, that they both mesh or whatever but there is I mean look at what we're dealing with now at this time of the year you know what I'm saying so it it, it should put things into perspective you know mm-hmm. it does for me I, I don't know it might not for other people but it does for me yeah so, I, I totally get that too it's going to be interesting to see how people come out of this 
Yeah. You know, some people, I, I don't think it's going to, even once we're lifted to go do, you know, back to normal life, I don't think a lot of people are still going to be really comfortable being in close proximity of each other because... Well, those are the 20 year olds. We're talking about the grown and mature that kind of know better. You know, we still going to be kind of giving people the side eye, like, hmm, because everybody is not going to get the vaccine. I don't plan on getting it myself. I don't. I don't get the flu. Yeah, because I don't know what they put in this stuff. So, yeah, so, but I I think a lot of people. Yeah, it's going to be hard to go back to normal after this. It's going to be a slow creep back. It's going to be a slow, steady creep yeah. back. Because that's kind of... Um, I know I was watching this documentary, and I think I posted it on, on the um, podcast page. Well, right after the uh, flu pandemic uh, in 1918. Well, you know, they a lot of people died during that time. So young adults who were in their 20s that, that went through that and survived it, they basically celebrated it <clears throat> um, in 1920. That's what they. That's why they call it the Roaring Twenties, because at that time everybody yeah. was just so thankful that they were still alive, and they just wanted to right. celebrate and get out and you know do and have fun and just live life to the fullest, you know because you know, hell, it was one point where tomorrow really was not promised because the pandemic was sweeping through the the, the nation. So after right. that, after that flu pandemic went through, after they got over it. You know, then that's when they, 19 people that were of those ages in the 20s, they start celebrating life. So that's why they call it the Roaring Twenties. And I think it's going to be the same mm-hmm. thing all over again with the young people. Now, I just hope that they come in with a responsible mindset and just kind of be more aware, you know, of everything that has happened up until that point. <clears throat> they yeah, may or may I not, agree. but I we'll agree. see. But you know how that goes. But anyway. <clears throat> These well, before we get off of this, I want to test. I want to test your Okay, so number one, what time was Usher in his drop top cruising the street? Uh, oh my god, <laughs> was it seven o'clock? Yeah, okay, seven All o'clock right. <laughs> with the drop top cruising the streets. Okay, what's the next one? So, number two. How can you unbreak Tony Braxton's heart? Say you never love me again. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> if Shy ever falls in love again, what will be? What what will he be sure of? That the lady's just like you, or that she's a friend. <laughs> yes. She's a friend. Yes. Okay. I'm <laughs> sure. How much is Erica Badu born underwater with? I don't know this one. I was born underwater with three dollars and six dimes. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> uh, now, number five. 
Why can't R.L. and Deborah Cox be friends? Because they still in love with each other. Okay. Number six. What should you do to prove to Disney's child that you ain't running game? <laughs> what? what? Say my name. Say my name. <laughs> okay. Number seven. What should you do if you don't want Fantasia? If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free right. yourself. <laughs> right. Number eight. What was T-Pain trying to buy that girl? <laughs> what was T-Pain trying to buy that girl? Yes. T-Pain. Oh my God! Let me know when you give up. What was T Pain trying to buy that girl? Huh? Oh, I don't even know no T Pain. What he's saying? He buying somebody something. I'ma buy you a drink. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I'ma take you home with me. Damn. Okay. Okay. Number nine. Where was Mary J. Blige going? She was going down. Yes. <laughs> okay, thinking. What what weren't you supposed to bring to the to this dancery? <laughs> Repeat the question. What weren't you supposed to bring to this dancery? Let's get a crunk of fun, a crunk of fun in this dancery. Don't want no hateration, holleration in this dancery. <laughs> okay. I got some more. Okay. So, number six. How long did Tevin Campbell want to talk? For a minute. <laughs> and the last thing, the last one. Without his girl, what was Cisco's life? Incomplete. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I did good. I got all of those except for one. Yeah, you did. <laughs> hey, I'm good with my music, girl. I can't believe I didn't get the T-Pain one, though. That sucks. Because I like that song. <laughs> it be like the, it be the stuff that you, it's like you know it, but you can't think of it at the moment. And then when you hear it, you be like, oh, duh. Oh, my God. That's yeah. a good game to play. I'm going to write something down, some stuff down. That was a nice game to play. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I'm gonna see like if Tasha can get us all of them. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Well, all right, guys, we have come to the end. I hope you really enjoyed the audio podcast today. Um we will be sharing this. Share it to all of your friends, share it to your Facebook, share it through your email, text it to your friends. You can also pull us up on Spotify. Um, also uh download the Anchor app and you can stream us through Spotify if you like, so you can find us there. Um, anything you want to add, Chunsas? Um, we will be doing these weekly uh while we're in the quarantine phase since we don't have to come to each other's house. Um, and it's easier for us. So we will be doing this weekly uh, for right now. Um, so look for us weekly, every Wednesday. Um, same bet time, same bet channel. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right. 
That's all I got. All right, y'all. Okay, guys. Well, you have been listening to the Honest Truth 360. This is Nicole Sass. And this is Sean Sass. Until next time, keep your head up and your heart open and keep your ass at home. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys later. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.